How often do you feel like giving up? How often, if you look back in the first six months of your property, business, brand venture, did you feel like giving up? Because too many people give up in the early stages. You've heard the, the phrase 99% of all startups fail, blah, blah, blah. And I see this time and time again. You know, people message me now and I look up at the Instagram DM and I see that we spoke a year ago, two years ago, where they were going to get into property. They were going to buy a business. They were going to start their brand. And um, yeah, you guessed it, folks. They're in the same position. And I remind them of it. So, hey, we spoke two years ago. So um, how many properties have you bought since then? How's the brand? Let me have a look. Um, you know, what have you been up to? And most people make excuses, but some are honest enough to say, look, I fell off personal reasons, often an excuse, blah, 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 right? It's all excuses. Um, And I think this is because people underestimate how long things take, but also how hard they are, especially in the first, you know, one to six months of any venture. So whatever you're thinking of starting, whether that's investing in property, building a business, buying a business, you know, launching a brand, a new job. I mean, jobs kind of different. It's, I think that's just easier generally um, for for these kind of jobs. Um, and I don't think there's necessarily that real tough sort of one to six month period like you get with businesses where you know you're you're making no money. You know, with a job you're getting paid from from day one. So if there's anything you want to start, you need to listen to this podcast. So. Starting a business, starting a brand, you know, it's exciting. It's, um, it's it's challenging, but you think it's a good challenge. You think it's a fun challenge. You think it's one you want. You know, you think it's one that will push you, but not push you too far. It's one that will make you and not break you. But often, if it makes or breaks you, is actually in your hands and how you perceive the challenges and the process. You know, the harsh reality of starting a business is that, yeah, most fail in their first year or first few years. And you know what, it can be really frustrating if you actually have a really good product or service, but you're not seeing immediate results because you think everyone wants this pen holder thing, ingenious. Why is no one buying it? It's been two months and no one no one gets it, right? And then there's that harsh reality of that's what business can be like and is like and actually you could have an incredible product but piss poor marketing and nothing will happen you could have incredible marketing and a poor product and you'll have sales but it won't last and it will drop off very quickly and the business won't have longevity so you need both right i know people say oh well with any with marketing you can sell anything yeah you can and you know without marketing and sales and branding even if you have a good product it won't necessarily sell I mean, some people say it doesn't matter, a good product sells. But if no one, if I have a problem I need solving, if you have a problem I need solving, but we're not aware of a tool, an app, an AI, a, a person, a business that can solve it for us, how are we going to buy it? How are we going to buy into it? We're just not aware of it. Awareness is that first step. And I think that's one of the hardest things because, you know, great inventors may not be good at business, branding, marketing, and they may not be good at getting people aware of their product. They, they may not even be able to explain it correctly, you know, because they're like crazy scientist inventor types, you know, and the best marketers, the best branders, maybe not going to be very good at actually building a product or service that delivers. And then the longevity of doing it, 
you know, because maybe they're just more creative and they just want to market things and then sort of pass it over. And so this is why in understanding the dynamics in early business days is so important. It's going to be slow, right? Okay, look, you might get lucky. You might have an early sale. Look, let's not deny that, but it's probably going to be slow. You're probably not going to make money for one, two, three, six months, maybe more, depending on what you're doing. You know, I've, I've had it with, with the property business, you know, the first sort of month or so, you know, once I bought the property, it did go pretty crazy. You know, from then it was, I bought 15 properties in my first nine months. But before that, there was two, three months of looking, of researching, of speaking to sources, ugh, yuck, of being stuck in spreadsheets, of doing viewings, having wet socks, eating Subway sandwiches. <clears throat> what is it with Subway sandwiches like out of London, having even less flavor? So bland, no sunlight, nothing. And wet socks, yeah, people, I didn't really discover waterproof shoes, but um, wet socks are not nice, you know, and staying in some crappy little Airbnb for like 20 quid a night just to be able to do these viewings. Like I've been through the absolute slog that it takes in property with, with my brand, my first podcast, flipping heck, if I look back, you know, we're, we're at a million downloads right now in 120 countries. I've been on iTunes top 10, all that kind of stuff. My first few podcasts, nothing, like j- nothing. I don't think I really started getting listeners till about seven or eight podcasts in. And, and actually that was really early because I was in a time where less people were doing podcasts. Most property podcasts were just upsells, really boring, really corporate, really frumpy. And so the market allowed me to do better. You know, starting now, it would take more than eight, I think, for you to get traction. Especially with a podcast where, you know, it's a one-way stream. It's not like a social media platform. So trust me, I've been through the slog. You know, I've been through the slow, painful grind of not getting anywhere and not getting anything and not and not feeling like you're getting anywhere. But actually, you know, it's tough, but you have to reflect on it. And, and this is why I've got a podcast on KPIs. If you're tracking these, you'll see that your activity level is there. The results may not be there, but such as life and such as the fact that you, you know, you might be new to this, might be a new sector. It might be, you know, in my cleaning business, I, I acquired the cleaning business. So I'm actually paying for someone else to go through the shit and the slog for me. And I'm buying their first seven years. You know what I mean? And then that's why buying a business has a premium. It doesn't mean it's expensive or it's actually a premium on the value, but it comes with a premium because you're buying something that's kind of ready built and ready to go. But even with that, there's still, a slog there's still work to put in if i want to grow it right i mean it's not the same as starting it myself absolutely not you know making four five grand a month net profit it's like we're cool you know um but if i was going to start from scratch it would be totally different it would be a different you know totally different right there's a lot more pressure there's a lot less income <laughs> there's a lot of things that are not already done for you but this is why i'm buying businesses you know because I will pay a premium. I will pay money to avoid those first few years, right? And that, that's why I do m Send me a DM on Instagram if you want to chat about it. But trust me, I have experience of doing this. And this is why it's so important to build a strong foundation. You know, business plan, what is that? Who actually writes them? <laughs> yeah, it's nice to have your goals, your KPIs, your plans, your, I want to sell it for this much. I want the turnover to be this much. I, I see it having 20 staff and cool office. It, it's good to have a business plan, you know? And if you ever go for lending, 
they'll want to see a business plan. I think it just puts everything in one document and also having a strategy from the outset, you know, about how you're going to grow it, how you're going to get leads, how you're going to market, how you're going to sell, how the team's going to be structured. You know, these things obviously will change over time, but having that kind of foundation there is important. Testing your product, having an MVP, a minimum, minimal or minimum viable product. If you've got an app, you've got, I don't know, something that protects builders' vans from being nicked. Well, test it. Test it on 10 locally for free. Get feedback. See what people think. Get reviews. Do an MVP. Do this minimal viable product. Like in anything, in brand. Create videos, create content. Show it to your friends. Show it to people. And network an event. Say, hey, you know, I'm thinking about sort of building a brand around this. Or here's some content I'm thinking about. Got two seconds to read it. Most people are going to read it. You know, especially if they're on social media and that gives you, that gives you tips. It gives you tricks. It gives you feedback from your people, identifying target audiences, you know, doing market research, doing SWOT analysis, analyses, you know, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. These are important. They seem like exercises and, oh, you know, flipping out, just doing this for the sake of it. But actually you can uncover things by looking, you know, with my food business that I'm buying now, um, I am doing research into who are the best food brands, full stop, who are the best brands in our kind of sector, who's doing food trucks the best, you know, what is it about them? Is it they have a certain dish? Is it they have specials all the time? Is it their staff? Is it their reviews, the food, you know, what is it that makes these people special and what keeps me and other people going back and what's good about the brand? I'm doing this research. I'm doing a spot analysis on loads of companies. Because I want to take all of their strengths and I want to fuck up all the weaknesses, right? And be prepared for all the threats and be ready for all the opportunities. Now, look, patience is key. Now, it's important to have patience, but remember, you can have a really crap product or service that doesn't actually work. So, you know, everyone has mixed advice, right? On should you quit, should you not quit? If it ain't working, the market's not there and it's not selling and you're fucked up, you quit. If it's not, and it's taking time and you're getting good feedback and you're getting there, then you don't quit. The, all these two, three liners on quitting, there is no wrong or right answer. Why would you stay in, a, in your own business that you've messed up, that doesn't have a market for it, doesn't have a desire for your product, just because, you know, Stephen Bartlett said not to quit? Ugh, shut up, man. Don't be stupid. Everything is, everything is personal, right? So patience is key, right? You need to embrace patience and manage your expectations, but how the hell do you know what to expect? <laughs> like you're in a different business. You pay. Yeah, you pay. You pay to read books or you don't pay, but you pay your time to listen to podcasts. You pay a mentor to show you, teach you, train you. You pay. There's an exchange, right? With my food business, I'm listening to food podcasts. You know, I am. I'm, I'm watching TikToks and videos and Instagrams of food businesses to learn from them. I'm, I'm trying to find their Facebook ads to learn from them. Looking at their Google reviews to see what they did well, which will then allow me to set my expectations. In my case, I'm buying a business so I can speak to the owner and say, look, you've been here four years and I did this every time. Is this business plan realistic? Is this possible, right? Because you've been there, you've done it, you're in the sector, <clears throat> talk to me, you know? And that really helps, right? And, and there's so many podcasts, YouTube, things for free, so many mentors out there. You need someone to tell you, whether it's actually a mentor or it's a YouTube video, that 
this shit ain't working. You know, you're at a point where you need to quit. So just think about that. You know, patience is key, but quitting is, you know, is also important if you need to. You're going to fail a couple of times at something, right? So, hey, why not get them out of the way at the start? Um, another really important thing is to iterate and learn. This feedback I've been talking about and, and iterating different things. So, you know, you've got 90% of customers say they don't like the red version. They want the blue version. Guess what? You're doing a blue version, right? And then you're asking again, do you like the blue version? 90% prefer it. <sighs> cool. 10%. Sorry, but learn to love the blue one, right? So you have to stay adaptable and make necessary adjustments, right? Based on the market response. You were selling a product to a market. I don't care what you think. Neither do they. You care what they think and they need you to care what they think because they are the ones that are consuming it. They're the ones that are using it. You might think you got the best idea in the world, but if your market says no and think something else is better or is valuing your competitor who's doing it slightly differently, you ain't shit. <laughs> you ain't shit. All right. That's, that's simple as that. So iterate and learn alongside patience. And this is why that MVP is really important or doing like a, a soft launch, you know, to influencers and blah, 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 only create a hype. And then, you know, iterate and learn so that when that product goes hard launch goes public, you're in a much better position, right? Even if you need to close it down, if you've bought a business, maybe close it down for a week to redo stuff that creates excitement. You know, it's like a wait list that creates, Oh, what are they doing? What are they working on? Right. Um, you need to stay consistent. Like people come into me, Oh yeah, I did 10 viewings. And then I was like, so heartbroken. I couldn't find a property. You're a dickhead man. Shut up. <clears throat> Don't come to me with that. Honestly, if you come to me with that, I'm going to screenshot and put it on my story. I'm sorry. I'll hide your name, but come on. Don't talk shit. Come to me and say I did 50 viewings. I put 45 offers in an unaccepted Ted. Like this is a problem. And I'll say, yeah, it is actually. Let's look into that. Let's analyze that. What, why is that happening? But guess what? Not a single person, not a single mentee. No one has messaged me that. Because <clears throat> guess what? You won't get to that stage. If you follow the right message, my learning, my, you will get to that stage and have an offer accepted or multiple. Or you'll iterate and learn, like I said, and you'll realize you're doing something wrong. Viewing the wrong properties, putting the wrong type of offer and speaking to the wrong type of agents, not looking at auctions. Right? And that comes from iterating and learning, but also having the patience to allow yourself to iterate and learn and be consistent. Right? I have a mentee I haven't spoken to in, in a bit of time and I messaged and said, um, you know, what's going on, bro? Silence, you know, like I haven't heard from you. And he responded back to me today, you know, but it has to be consistent. Oh, I'm going to post on social media. You know, when people leave my events when I do talks on branding and say, oh, I told you really inspired me. I want to raise money. I'm going to do branding when I get home. Huh. How many of you lot, Kermit? sipping a frog meme right now. How many of you actually did it? Silence. Yeah. Can, can you hear the tumbleweed? Pfft. Yeah. People are not on it. And you, you know, how many entrepreneurs, right? Who had initial issues or issues throughout, but they persisted through consistency. How many times did certain rappers get refused? How many times did uh, record labels not want to have people? How many times did, you know, Harry Potter, uh, Jacqueline Rowling, whatever her name is, how many times did she get rejected from publishers a lot, right? I was in Edinburgh recently, that's why I know that. Harry Potter tour, my wife has Harry Potter, I don't. Star Wars is the best, like, pfft. I need to finish Ashoka, the new one. 
damn it yeah star wars literally is the best fantasy and then i would say probably lord of the rings yeah star wars yeah so anyway and lego star wars uh, even better or then marvel though yeah um there's so many stories out there of people who have faced challenges right you you idolize them right these these influencers these business people these whatever and they persisted you know what i mean look at colonel sanders is that his name kfc how many times did he like mess up and then when he was like 70 or something he founded a business it's never too late to do it right but um i'd rather be 30 and rich than 80 and rich but different podcast um and one little thing which not little thing but something you need to think about throughout is you need to have an effective marketing strategy you need to have an effective branding strategy i've said from the start if you don't have that no one is going to know about your shit, right there's so many different ways of marketing things you don't have to go pay an expensive agency to do it for you but you can you don't have to website things like that i don't talk about it often but i do actually design websites and build websites for people and write all the copy it's not hard coded um it uses a website builder but i have the creativity and ability and copywriting skills to do it so yeah <clears throat> i've been doing it for some people in um in the MA group we're in i've done it for some of my mentees in property as well but yeah just thought i'd mention that if you're interested come see me um, it's going to cost more than a five a person doing it as well but yeah and something which i think will help you i think all this is going to help you but having a long-term vision from the start is super important you know not getting discouraged by little setbacks you know sharing your insights and your setbacks with other people so having a community having support having networking if you have to pay 50 quid a month to join someone's mastermind do it um property by kazi i like him i reckon i'm not in it but i reckon his mastermind is really good um alfred Ade, i think he still has a mastermind i'd recommend that one um pretty good um or if you're super serious you know you join a, a paid mentoring program like mine and you have all of that in it but really ideally go to networking events build your brand speak to people find people in your sector that you can share these challenges with i can't tell you how useful it was for me when starting out to share these challenges with people oh you've had a shit refurb as well oh your solicitor did that as well oh yeah classic it, it shows you you're not alone and it just i don't know it's almost like a hug you know it just it kind of gives you some support and just remind you, you know, that we're all in this together. All in this together. Um, so yeah, networking is super important and, and combining that with a long-term vision, but with a long-term vision of, I might quit this if it doesn't work. If there's not a market for this, I may quit this, but I have a long-term vision. And it's, that's a very tough balance. I, I get that. I'm with you. It's been tough balance. And that's where your network come into it. You got a, uh, you know, domestic roofing business, commercial roofing business. Okay, find some roofers. Say to them, oh, this is my idea. And yeah, they might steal it, but here's my idea. Been doing it for three months, not really getting anywhere. What do you think? They might say, oh, mate, did that. It took me six months to get there, blah, blah, blah. That's the importance of your network. And I really encourage you to stay committed um, because this journey can be freeing. It can give you financial freedom. It can give you traveling the world. It can give you staying in the nicest hotels. It can give you whatever the hell you want. Do you know what I mean? Um, it really can. And just make sure, and I've been guilty of this, we're all guilty of this. Now, no matter how I say this, you're, you're probably not going to do this enough. But you need to celebrate the small wins. You know, every little achievement, every time you hit those KPIs every week, every time you, you make another call or you, you get another lead, celebrate the small wins. I'm not saying nothing massive. You don't have to go to Novikov and spend 60 quid on overpriced food. 
that just tastes the same and a smaller portion literally what is the point um to be seen there right i don't mind take me there i'll go there but you know you can go nando's spend 12 pound 80 it used to be 11 pound 10 for half chicken and two sides now it's like 12 pound 80 inflation and the chickens got smaller as well so inflation and deflation in my protein but big up nando's though consistent across like all branches and consistent over how many years like (laughs) name a restaurant name a restaurant that is that consistent in so across the whole country you actually i can't think of one yeah powerful powerful brand fun brand as well by the way if you don't follow ryan air on instagram you actually should side note they are hilarious their admin is on smoke honestly go go right now on instagram and follow it if you're one of these people and i hate ryan and never fly with them yeah cool i'll see you on the next one flight then um celebrate every small win like even if it's just you know pat on the back even if it's just whatever 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 but just celebrate those wins because you need to show yourself that you're making progress and you're getting somewhere. And that will allow you to do all the tips that I've given throughout here. And that'll allow you to have patience, you know, to build that community, to have a long-term vision, to be consistent, to iterate and learn, right? To have patience and understand the dynamics. If it's, you know, throughout littered with, you celebrating your small wins, trust me, it makes things a lot easier. Hey, do me a favor. I've got a link in this podcast description. If you're interested in working with me on mentoring, on education, in property, MA, business, whatever it is, click the link. If you like what you see, you can apply at the bottom. If you don't, um, send it to your friend. <laughs>